You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the go-to space for everyday women to go from surviving to thriving by pursuing a purpose that's truly rooted in faith. And now we're also becoming the premier space for Christian coaches and therapists to finally learn how to integrate faith into their practice without being churchy or limiting their audience. Each week, we'll merge biblical wisdom with practical everyday application so that you can be empowered to excel in every facet of your life and business. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to today's episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited because today we're gonna be talking about establishing a growth mindset and overcoming failure. Now, I really wanted to talk about this over our off season. I read Success God's Way by Dr. Charles Stanley. Absolutely love Dr. Charles, aka Uncle Charles. Okay, there'll be no Charles Stanley slander over here. We absolutely love him. And it gave some really great insight. And in one of the chapters, he was talking about why people fail to make plans and to develop goals and all of that. For the purposes of our podcast, I want to talk about first what failure is and then probably next week, child, because I'm it's a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about these five ideas or catalysts that can really drive us into failure. But I want to first establish what a growth mindset is. I want to talk about overcoming failure. And then I want us to be able to talk about these five areas that we have to really address in order for us to not fall into the traps of failure that happen in our minds. Okay, so first let's talk about the definition of failure. One, the definition of failure is omission of occurrence or performance, a fracturing or giving way under stress. And the last definition says the quality of being deficient. And I looked up the definition of deficient. It is the quality of state of being defective or lacking some necessary quality or element. And one thing that Dr. Stanley said in this book in regards to failure is that there's a difference between 
failing at something, being unsuccessful at something, and actually being a failure. And I've said this several times before on this show that we oftentimes confuse our identity and our circumstance, and that's why we are out here struggling. You may have an issue or you may be unsuccessful at something, right? Like I am unsuccessful at ice skating. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure. I'm just not good at that. And that's okay. I'm just not good at that. And that's okay. That circumstance does not become my identity. Just because I'm not good at ice skating doesn't mean that Charlotte is a failure at life. Come on, y'all. Like, we have to stop confusing identity and circumstance. And so I love that Dr. Stanley, he said that many championship teams lose games in a regular season. Okay, we have seen LeBron pull off the impossible now. I'm talking to my sports girlies. We have seen him pull it off. We have seen them down in the finals, child. And come back and get a ring. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is we have to understand that just because you do not have success 100% of the time, it does not then mean that you are a failure. You just may not be good at that. Okay? My grandfathers, both of them were singers. Both of them. Both of them. And I am convinced that my daddy is holding out and that he got the gene where he can sing because I ain't got it. Now, I make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I just don't know that it's joyful to everybody else. But that doesn't make me a failure just because I can't hit all the notes I would like. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a difference between identity and circumstance, and we have to live in that. And I really want us to understand that the only time we lose the opportunity of being successful is when we quit like you ain't got to worry about me in no ice skates that's 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 my ankles the ministry that they serve is not a part of that and so for that reason I'm just not gonna be successful with that and I'm okay with that I'm okay it looked cute it looked cute but I'm okay with that (laughs) Right. And sometimes we have to be okay with not being good at everything. Social media makes you think that you have to be good at everything all the time because of this highlight reel society that we live in. And so we have to guard our hearts and our minds to understand that a lot of times you are seeing the edited product. You're you're getting the best and final. You best believe today I didn't feel like putting on foundation, but I'm going to edit this hyperpigmentation. I am. I just am. If you're watching the video, I'm going to edit it. <laughs> like, I'm going to just clean up my little hyperpigmentation a little bit because I just was not about to put on full face. It, it was unnecessary. But it does not mean that I'm a failure, you're a failure. Like you see these edited clips and you think that their lives are perfect and everybody's good at everything all the time. And we have to remember like you see finished product. That's all I'm saying. So I want us to really take a deep dive really quick into what the growth mindset is. So a growth mindset 
or the growth mindset concept was developed by Dr. Carol Dweck. We love Dr. Carol, but God said it first. I'm going to prove it. Um, where she talks about this growth mindset and it really emphasizes that your intelligence and your abilities can be developed over time. So if you don't have a skill, i.e. like me with singing, if I wanted to pursue this and I might, I still ain't decided. I have to ask the Lord. But if I wanted to really learn how to sing, my ability and my development of this skill, if I got a, a vocal coach, I could get better than where I am now. Now, this doesn't mean I'm a sellout arenas. It means that I could get better than where I am now. And so Dr. Dweck really talks about us being able to grow and seeing failures not as a reflection of our value or our identity, but seeing them as stepping stones to get more skill and more understanding. The opposite of having a growth mindset is a fixed mindset, where if one thing goes wrong, child, it's over. It's over. And so many of us set ourselves up because we are not operating in a growth mindset. Now, I keep saying that God said it first because he did. We're going to look at James, okay? And in James 1, Jesus' brother James, we, he says to us in James 1 and 2, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may per be perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing. Remember, our definition of failure means that you have this deficiency. So when we go through trials, tribulations, struggles, failures, we fall short, whatever you want to call it, we understand that God is using these things to perfect us, using these things to grow us. Hence, God said growth mindset first. <laughs> We love you, Dr. Dweck, but God said it first, okay? That all these things that we deal with, the resistance, the persecution, it's all used for our good. That's Romans 8, 28. And we have to allow it to refine and sanctify and renew us. The whole process of sanctification is a renewal mindset, is a growth mindset. The whole process of renewing and looking more like Christ is growth mindset. You are learning that, this is not the way that you should operate. God is giving you wisdom, skill, discernment, and then you are able to move forward. God is pruning and removing things, and he does that to accelerate growth. So understand that, one, your failure to do something or to miss the mark is not you taking on the identity of failing. Two, we want to have this growth mindset, seeing these shortcomings as an opportunity to learn something and not as our identity. God has called us to do that. That's why when we face trials and tribulations, it's working out for our good, even when it does not feel good. There's a scripture in Hebrews, I think it's 12 and 6, that talks about like discipline is horrible. This is a Charlotte Living translation. Discipline sucks for a while, but you're going to be all right. <laughs> Discipline sucks for a while, but you're going to be good, sis. It's for your good. Charlotte Living Translation. So when we talk about failure and developing this growth mindset, there are a couple things that we have to keep in mind and that I want you to walk away with today. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about these five catalysts that push us into um, failure. One, girl, manage your expectations. Manage your expectations. Manage your expectations. You, 
manage your expectations. Yes, because I don't know why we think that we're going to step into something new and think that we're going to be the best at it right off the bat. Even if you're gifted and talented, you still have to submit those gifts and talents back to God and refine those things so that way you can get better and better and better. And way too often, we think that we're going to pull up and we are going to automatically be the best. You want to be the EST real bad, okay? You want to be the EST real bad. For those of you who don't know, I absolutely love professional wrestling. And one of my favorite wrestlers is Bianca Belair. And she is the EST, the strongest, the fastest, the best, the smartest. She is Bianca, okay? A lot of us want to be Bianca Belair in the spirit. Okay, you want to be the EST at everything on day one. And that's just not how it works. So you have to manage your expectations. Next, you have to learn how to really revel in the grace and mercy that God gives us. God's grace and mercy are fresh and new every day for a reason. And a lot of times we don't like to fall short because we don't like our weaknesses. But scripture tells us that it's in weakness where we are able to experience God's strength. And so a lot of us don't have these personal experiences with God. We don't know him as Hosea 4 and 6 says. We don't have these personal experiences, these personal encounters with God because we're too busy trying to be God in our own lives. We want to have so much control. We want to we want to structure every little thing. We want to make sure all the outcomes are the way that we want them. And we don't want to admit to our weaknesses and our shortcomings so then God can come in, cover us, Fill in the gap for us. We want to only either one, only do things where we know that we're going to be perfect at it. Or we put all of this expectation on ourselves and we burn out. Neither of those things are correct. Neither of those things are appropriate. And so we have to really learn how to manage expectation and then also give room for God to be God. That's why you burnt out. So many of us deal with this toxic self-reliance. That's why you're burnt out. God told you to do it. Yes, he knew you would not be good at it. This is why you have to rely on him. Dependency is our posture as believers. So even God calling me to start recording the podcast on video, I wanted control. I wanted to control what it looked like, how it looked, all these things. And Honestly, I was out here operating in mad disobedience because I should have been on video. However, I'm in a season now where I'm like, you know what? I am no longer going to be convicted about this. I'm going to do what God said. And God is giving me his grace and his mercy. I've had to learn a lot about lighting and this and that. I have a team. I have help. But in my quote unquote weaknesses, it's God's grace showing up his goodness showing up, and I'm learning. I'm learning right now today. I just sent a voice note to my friend like, okay, trial error number two, I thought by not doing a beat face and just posting my, um, editing my video and post to even out my little skin tone, I thought that (laughs) would save me time in reality now that I've done it. That's not the move. And it doesn't make today a failure. It makes today a lesson. 
Next time, girl, just put on the foundation and call it a day or do nothing. Either one, whatever you would like, but this is not less time consuming. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And so a lot of us have to learn how to have grace how to how to take the L, not the loss, but the lesson out of a situation. And when you do that, you can establish a growth mindset. When you do that, you'll learn so many new things. Every day, I am learning so much stuff between lighting and this and pre and post and videos and setup. Like I'm learning so many things. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. We're going to talk about that at a later date. But we have to learn how to look for the lesson and the grace that God has given us. And that is how you're able to establish a growth mindset. Some of us are so busy being upset and emotionally enthralled about something that you miss the lesson and now you're in a cycle. You miss the lesson and now you're in this cyclical pattern doing the same thing and expecting a different result, which by definition is insanity. So we have to be willing to see God's grace and mercy. We have to manage our expectations. And then we have to also manage our expectations against the will of God. We have to manage our expectations against the will of God. And what I mean is that we have to make our expectations submit to the will of God. Not that they should be close. God's will goes over our expectations. In um, The Spirit-Filled Life by Dr. Charles Stanley, he talks about having a sense of neutrality, meaning like I have things that I desire, but above all else, I desire that God's will be done in my life. I desire that he is glorified. And because of that neutrality, when things don't go my way, when things don't meet my expectation, I'm good as long as it's within the will of God for my life. And we have to learn how to develop this level of neutrality. Everything cannot be washing you back and forth. This is why a lot of us look like toddlers and teenagers in the spirit, meaning that we don't get what we want from God. And so then we're done with him. And we cannot and should not be like that, the audacity of us. And so we have to learn that your identity, your values, everything about you when you come into covenant with God has to now submit to the rules of his kingdom, his ways, his plans. And you have to be able to level your expectations under God's will 
You cannot lean to your own understanding. You're going to fall over. Okay? <laughs> and then you want to understand, again, that there is divine purpose in your failures or perceived failures. They threw Joseph in a pit. Then he got lied on. That woman stole his draws, Potiphar's wife. Stole the man's draws. He went to jail for no reason. And yet, when you read the story of his life, the Bible talks about in Genesis, his story is Genesis chapters 37 through 50. Everything he touched was successful, even in prison, even in the pit. And so we have to learn that sometimes things that look like failures is not the devil. We are so quick to rebuke anything that is outside of our desired outcome. Instead of us asking God, is this you? Instead of having confidence and trusting God to say, you know what? I know you're working all things together for my good. Or did I mess up? But whatever it is, I still know that God is going to use it for my good. We need to stop rebuking things simply because we don't like it. Most times, most times, it's God teaching you something. You're going to learn how to trust him. And that means you're going to go without. Not without your needs, but it's going to look as if you're going to be in a situation where you're like, oh, this is shaky. But then there's no greater way for you to trust him. I talked about on this podcast how my dad literally was dying before my eyes from COVID. And all my medical knowledge, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, God, you said he wouldn't die. And I had to stop looking at him, and I had to look at him. And it was after that, that I really was able to trust God and my daddy here right now today. And so the situation, that wasn't the devil. It was me learning how to trust God with the things that are most valuable to me. And knowing that he's going to do what he says. And I grew from that. I can testify to that today because of that experience. And so we have to learn that all the things that happen in our lives, all of the failures, all of, if we're going to grow, we have to have a mature perspective of what failure is and what failure is not. As long as we repent and turn back to the Lord, child, we good. As long as we repent and turn away from, because to me, the real failure is sin. And sin by definition means to miss the mark. We miss the mark, we repent, and we keep it pushing in the right direction. Don't push back to the same thing you was doing now, child, please. Let's, let's use our wisdom here. But we have to learn how to develop a growth mindset how to really posture and position ourselves to understand that everything that happens to us sometimes is just for the glory of God. I believe the story is in John chapter nine. Okay. I think it's John chapter nine where the disciples asked Jesus about this blind man. Jesus heals the blind man. They said, why is he blind? Is it because the sins of his parents or his own sins? And Jesus said, neither. It's so that my father could be glorified. Ain't no demon in it, sis. It's so that God could be glorified. And we have to learn how to have a level of discernment in the storm so we can know how to respond. So we can actually grow. Because what happens often is that we detach ourselves 
And once you removed and detached yourself from God, now you're in a position to fail for real because you are deficient without him. John 15, 5 says, without him, we can do nothing. We can be nothing. There is no fruit without him. There is no sustenance or sustainability outside of him. And so a lot of times what happens is we perceive failure. We don't use discernment. We are acting out of desperation. And I always say that desperation is the one of the primary ways to get you to dismiss your discernment is that you allow the enemy to use desperation to move you and you feel desperate and you detach yourself and run in the wrong direction. Instead of discerning, like, yep, this is a storm, but God's here with me. So we have to be mindful of this. If you want a growth mindset, if you want to learn how to overcome failure, you are going to have to implement these things. So I want to give you guys just a couple of key takeaways before we wrap this up. Um, So in order for you to learn how to implement both the growth mindset and overcome failure from a biblical and psychological perspective, okay? You have to recognize your limitations. We are limited, and yet God still chooses us. Moses had a stutter. I'm wearing Invisalign right now today, and I feel like I sound like sucker and succotash, but these podcasts are coming out. It is what it's going to be. I want you to focus on effort and not outcome. So I always say that obedience is our responsibility. The results are not. I started doing video and in my head, my flesh was like, and it better have a thousand million views. It has not. (laughs) It has not. But I'm going to continue to keep the course because as long as it's one view, as long as it reaches the one person that God wanted it to reach, I don't care. I don't care. As uncomfortable as I am on camera, it's my reasonable service to the God that I serve to do this because he is everything that I am. He has given me all the things. I owe my life to him literally. And so there's nothing he can't ask me to do. So it's not your, the result is not your fixation. It is your obedience, your response to God speaking. God speaks to be responded to. Make sure that you are in alignment with God's will and temper your expectations to submit to God's will. And if you don't know God's will, you need to be in prayer. You need to be in your word. You need to seek wise counsel and you need not to move until you are sure. Okay. And then make sure that you embrace grace when you have the shortcomings, okay? I usually have this cute little pop of light behind me and the light isn't lighting. It's it's broke. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's not giving today. And I almost, almost stopped everything to run to the store and get a new light. And honestly, no. <laughs> honestly, no. I'll get one eventually because I like the little razzle dazzle of the pop of color, but It's not taking away from what God is calling me to do. It doesn't make the video a failure. The only way this will be a failure is if I decided not to record it. And sometimes things like this happen because it's a test of us, one, trusting God. And two, it's it's the enemy tempting us because
because he knows that we like things a certain way and we try to be perfectionists. Perfectionism is the is the death of us. And we're going to circle back to that. Perfectionism is the death of us. You want to be perfect because you want to be in control. And at its core, perfectionism is just pride. You want to look a certain way, you want to be perceived a certain way, and you go through all of these measures, burning yourself out, and that is not within God's will for your life. You're holding on so tight, child, that, you, that you're, you're squeezing the life out of yourself. So in order for us to grow, we have to make sure that we have a proper perspective on what it means to grow, how growth happens, right? Pruning, God cutting things away, what looks like loss to us is one of the things that is a catalyst for growth. Go read John 15. God is the gardener. He prunes things in order that you may be able to grow more. Go study agriculture and find out why you have to prune and you can't just let your daggone plants be growing all over the place because eventually they'll die. Eventually, the, the, what's being produced will not be um, effective. It won't be good quality. So I pray that you hear my heart on this, that you understand the importance of you shifting into this growth mindset, that you're not allowing yourself to see every resistance, every um, shortcoming as something that is a part of an identity issue. It's not a character flaw. It may one, simply just not be a part of God's plan for your life. And two, how are you going to be perfect at something in your learning? What does learning look like? We have to be willing to withstand the process, to persevere, and to remain connected to the Father. If you don't want to continue to be bogged down with fear of failure, you have to understand that shortcomings and things like that are going to happen. Right now, my camera is blinking. <laughs> that it's about to die, right? And so I pray you hear me that you allow God to grow you in the lessons, girl. I pray that you really take the opportunity to identify whether or not you have a growth or a fixed mindset and ask God to grow you in that. So I love you, girl. God bless you. And I will talk to you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.